0: Hi, I'm Jonathan Mann.
1: And I'm one of the many Matts. And this is
0: Digitally Rare, a show about digitally owned things now and in Brazil! Digitally rare. Digitally rare.
1: Well, I am so excited to have uh, Luiz Ramalho from Fingerprints, founding member and otherwise really incredible person on the internet and in the NFT space. Um, they've done a lot of really cool things, especially around governance in DAOs, and also especially in NFT curation around generative art. So it's really cool to to hang out and chat, Louise. And thanks for coming on. Yeah,
0: welcome.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Um, a- yeah, we want to get into all that stuff, but as a way to start, do you want to just like the you know the standard question of like give us a sense first of like how you know what was your entry into the nft space and then and then maybe specifically like um where did your interest in generative you know the generative nft stuff come from as well
2: Mm, okay so uh more generally in crypto uh i so i I used to work in traditional finance uh work at goldman and blackstone before oh wow Uh, 2016 i i left uh Decided to start my own company, went looking for ideas, and uh, eventually saw a, a talk by Vitalik on San Francisco. Oh, cool. Uh, understood like 10% <laughs> of what he said. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
2: And, uh, but uh, uh, like I realized okay, these people are really uh, smart, they seem to know what they're doing. Uh, so I decided to spend a little more time, a little more money on, on Ethereum, uh, Bitcoin as well. Uh, 2017 came, all the craziness, uh, and in 2018 I, I decided, okay, this market is big enough for me to like spend like my whole life on it.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: so I actually run a crypto quants fund uh, yeah. together with uh, my partner, we have a partnership with uh, uh, the largest uh, quant funds uh, in Latin America.
0: Oh, wow. We trade
2: Bitcoin futures, Ether futures. Uh, but uh, the beginning, like beginning of this year, like January, I'd say, yeah. uh, I was, I became very uh, interested in NFTs. Uh, first from a, a DeFi perspective, actually, uh, looking at uh, NFTX, uh, mm. mm-hmm. uh, like liquid exposure to NFTs. But eventually when you start digging deeper into, um, what's happening in the communities, uh, people really care, people are really knowledgeable about what they're saying. So, uh, th- th- those are very friendly communities. Once you get in there, you start to like feel the formal of, okay, I, I should have uh, bought this earlier or. Like... <laughs> yeah. You start to feel that social, uh,
1: the whole social layer
2: yeah yeah. And, yeah and i had also the experience i, I bought a punk uh, sold a punk it was like uh the the full circle of the the experience of uh owning something and missing something and uh-huh, saying uh-huh.
0: Oh. yes absolutely right yeah
2: you say okay this is actually something you collect like it's it's like selling something you really own like it's a it's not just a, a trade you know like i've mm-hmm. traded other things it's not the same feeling mm-hmm. uh, so actually, what what brought me to the generative art uh, was first I, I was uh, well into uh, punks, uh, and people mentioned uh, actually it, uh, Dave, who is the the Discord uh, mm-hmm. moderator for uh, autoglyphs. I think he's for punks as well. Yeah, uh, Davey they mentioned Davey on uh, on Discord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He uh he said, "Well, you should take a second look on Autoglyph." Like I have this message on Twitter, like you said, take Yeah. A look at Autoglyphs. Uh and and I I I think I I asked him back like, "Oh, does it come before Art Blocks or mm-hmm. something like This And he said, "Yeah, man. Like this is the <laughs> this is the OG thing." Yeah. Uh, so, I eventually bought one Autoglyph. Nice. Um started to like feel the formula the, the price went up. Uh uh, I, I talked to my partner we, we decided to, to buy one for for the company he bought for himself as well hmm. and we saw okay this is such a small collection and such a historically important collection that if we buy enough of these uh, we can use this as a, a shelling point or a focal point to build a DAO wow. uh, mm-hmm. be like a larger uh, collection so we put together a group of uh, people here in Brazil, uh, two uh, unicorn founders uh, here in Brazil that were interested in NFTs, like the timing was right because people were starting to get interested in NFTs. Uh, our partners uh, from the, the Quant Fund also uh, uh, decided to, to put the funds together and we bought like 20 Autoglyphs. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the starting collection for Fingerprints. Uh, and then uh, fingerprints had a token. We uh, we ended up uh, buying more autoglyphs uh, and expanding the collection beyond uh, just uh, autoglyphs. Now we have like five percent of of the the autoglyph uh, supply, uh, but we are also like uh, the largest collector collector of uh, death beef. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we can. Death beef. I think it's going to be like. A classical, you know, like a, something that it will define a, a generation,
0: absolutely 100%. We it, we had him on the show. Uh, um, oh, we're, we're both yeah. giant, giant Death fans, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. also, uh, and what was amazing was like Death was someone that uh came because he was interested in autoglyphs, and he became a member right. uh, from the beginning,
0: right? Uh, oh. Oh, I see. Even before. Yeah. OK, gotcha. Yeah, he
2: was he was a mem- he was a member on, on like phase one, like one of right. the first members to join. Nice. Uh, and uh, that was that is awesome because we can like uh, have him helping us uh, with curation Uh it's it, it brings, like, credibility and yes. also, like, a lot of knowledge uh, to the DAO. Like, I, yeah. I think uh, uh, autoglyphs were a great way to start because many people that were re- very knowledgeable about the arts, about the technical stuff, they were attracted also by, by autoglyphs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, autoglyphs in the narrative, you know, the narrative of digital ownership are one of the sea changes, one of the new things, one of the zero-to-ones of generative art as like a medium and i think it is the zero to one of of like zero dependency generative art so it absolutely makes sense that that would be the shelling point uh for interest because if you're into autoglyphs you're at least aware of you know the history of digital ownership and what this means
2: yeah yeah i, I see i see it as almost like bitcoin for hmm. uh, mm-hmm. this kind of art mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. it's clearly uh Quantum leap from from what was uh, done before you know like mm-hmm. it's very uh, and, and also like the provenance, the fact that it, it, it was done by the, the same guys who created mm-hmm. crypto companies. yeah so it's, mm-hmm. it, it makes it much easier to to and, and also like uh, I, I think uh, being in the space for some time, I think I like actually learned about autowes in the end of February or something like this. I was already like very deep into nFTs for almost two months. No mm-hmm. idea what Autoglyphs Right,
0: were. right. So yeah. I said,
2: okay. A lot of people actually don't know as well. And I would so... say that's
0: still true, you know, because as people come in, you know, they come in via PFPs or something, or they come in a different door, and you know, the that kind of history and that kind of what gives these things value versus what gives these other things value is yeah. lost, you know, in a lot of people.
2: I, I'm seeing a lot of people going pulling the thread from art blocks now, yes. so they come mm-hmm. through art blocks, right. because uh, aesthetically, it's much uh, easier uh, uh-huh. to appreciate art blocks, some art blocks collections. Sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But when you start to pull the historical threads, you always end up in autoglyphs. So it's, a, yeah. uh, it's always going to be an important collection. Uh, yeah. could, could not be necessarily like the most uh, uh, valuable collection, but I think, like, the value is very defensible because, uh, like, uh, the people buying Star, they most of them are not f- buying to flip, you know? Right. They're like, they, they're saying, okay, this is going, this is not going to uh, back in the market for a long time, you know? Right. A- mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it really is the piece of history in generative art. Um, and, yeah, to your point, I, I can't see them getting cheaper unless, like the world collapses and turns out art is no longer necessary and we
2: we we actually saw so when we started buying for the Dow like we had to move very quickly Mm -hmm. uh, because like people already anticipating okay there's this big buyer uh, buying all the stuff Uh, we actually saw a little bit of uh, of a downturn in the autoglyph market Mm -hmm. Uh, when, like, the floor went from, I don't know, 90 to, like, 60 or something. Mm -hmm. It's a good Uh, deal. So I I would expect at some point uh, a downturn, but I wouldn't expect a crash or something Mm -hmm. like like this. As we see, because in the end, it's, uh, like, I I know most of the large uh, autoglyph collectors, and, like, their horizon is is very very long term like these people yeah. don't need to sell at all like this is yeah. this is like a, just a fraction of their uh of their uh liquidity I would say like mm-hmm. internet yeah there's
1: no pressure for them to sell and so if they're looking at like a 50 year time time frame which i think is a really valid way of looking at this um whole history of digital ownership it's like in 50 years let's call it 30 right the internet was 30 years let's call this 30 years mm. um in 30 years, people are going to look back and be like, okay, how did we get here? And CryptoPunks and Autoglyphs will be on that map. And I think 30 years is a very reasonable timeline for something like this um, to like realize its true value.
2: Yeah, I think, I think uh, well, I've seen people saying, okay, I'm holding this for years to come, and then the market goes up so much that mm-hmm. people have to sell.
0: Yeah. So it's it's There's hard.
2: To, it's hard. Very hard to, to really commit to uh, to something right. uh, like this. You got to uh, do a time lock. Uh, throw yeah, away the keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or or something like a DAO. Like for the DAO uh, to sell any asset. I think it requires so much coordination. A bit
1: more friction, uh, yeah.
2: Like, everybody, like, people would, even if you, like, FOMO and say, okay, not necessarily FOMO, but panic, and you say, right. okay, maybe I, I should sell this now, like, if you it's have to convince to a a ball, now it, it it's yeah. naturally going to be a, a long-term thinker
0: uh, mm-hmm, as an mm-hmm.
2: organization. But, yeah. like, individual people, like, I've seen, because it's for some of these people, like, people bought... Uh, Art blocks. They minted uh, some mm-hmm. uh, uh, art block pieces that now went for over like a thousand ETH. It's hard to to see like all those gains and not try to to realize. So it's of uh, course. Yeah, I don't. I know mean, anything.
0: both both Matt and I minted art blocks. We were, or uh, autoglyphs. We were there. We were oh, both there yeah. minting day one. Um, Matt, you minted how many on day one? Three, four?
1: Uh, four and um, paper so, handed yeah. three of them.
0: Three of them. Because and rent
1: I, is and, inevitable,
0: and I stupidly only minted one because I don't you know. Got to save some for
2: the rest of everyone else. Well, you know,
0: I I just didn't even occur to me. I only. It's so ever, pure. Yeah. It's so yeah. pure. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just like, because I was just I you you have no idea, Louise. Like both Matt and I like back then we were just so excited. You know, we yeah we we I mean, it's cool. We learned about it. You know, in real time. We're like, this is blowing our minds you know like yeah. it's just like and so i was just so excited to get one it didn't occur to me to get more than one i was just like i just need right. one give me one like i just want one. and they
1: were 0.4 eth i think at the time uh, at mint. and i, I was, it was like point hmm. two it's point it was it point two something no i yeah, want to say it was very, point 0.4 something very but it could small. be point 0.2 yeah at any point I, I minted four and i was like that's enough like <laughs> that's <laughs> too much money to put yeah. on this yeah Ooh.
0: yeah yeah And then, and then, just recently, I to speak to what you were just saying, Louise. Like, I got, I got like a, you know, like a 125 ETH offer on one. I showed my wife, and she's like, um, she's like, okay. And then I was, and then I was like, is there a price at which you would like make me sell this? Like, she's like, she thought about it for a minute. She's like, I think two million dollars. And I was like, yeah. okay. And so I set the price at $2 million. And so we'll see if that, what happens. But I think that's, I know it's low. I mean, I know like ultimately yeah. in the in On the 30 year time span that, yeah. that Matt was just talking about, it's extremely low. Yeah, yeah
2: I think uh, one of the but also, issues hmm. uh, with this is, okay. If you if you own like, let's say you believe in a company or, or like a, a protocol, mm-hmm. uh, and you are really a long-term believer but this becomes i don't know 95 99 percent of your net worth like you can just sell a little bit you know uh, the issue with some of these is the fact that you cannot really just sell a little bit of them yeah now right. you can create uh exposure like for example you can sell your autoglyph and you can buy one glyph token uh from nftx for example mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can decide to say okay now i only own want to own like 80 percent of an aroglyph and sell a little bit of the token so that's something yeah. that is possible like fractionalization is something that is starting uh, more on, on one on, on one of ones uh, less on, on the series but uh, we've seen some so so i think like as the market gets more uh, financialized uh, we're going to see something like this because it suboptimal uh, suboptimal to have to really hold this uh, unrealized gain for so, for so long. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, yeah, it's the, uh, mm. borrowing and lending, I think it's... Once you, you are able to borrow against this asset, yeah. you're probably going to feel less inclined to, uh, to sell. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We, right, like we lose a lot of market dynamics when everything is non-fungible. Um, mm-hmm. Now, of course, what we gain is meaningfulness and cool art that makes you care about things. Yeah. Um, but, of course, a lot of those market things are really, really useful, like fractionalizing uh, yeah, exposure yeah. But, and being but, able but to it's blend going, against But it's
2: coming very fast. Uh, yes. I've been talking to people like from the main protocols. Everybody, like what happened recently with like, OpenSea doing more volume in one day than Uniswap, mm-hmm. for example. This made every single large protocol think. Okay, we need to be uh, also in NFTs. Yeah. yeah. 5 like people like those names, but it's it's something like, it's something like this. Like a, uh, 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 we're going to see, uh, because I m- my impression is that NFTs brought a lot of people uh, that were not thinking at all. Uh, about crypto because mm-hmm. it just uh, enters your brain through a different hemisphere, you know, like it's like okay, totally. it's creativity. It's like a, it's a yeah. different uh, it's a different proposition. Like people who were attracted to crypto like myself for uh, the tech or like the hard money uh, part. Mm-hmm. Uh, m- most people don't care at all about this. Like mm-hmm. they just yeah. they, they just want to own cool stuff, culture, like meaningful things. Oh, this, this appeals to a much larger crowd. So that's yep. both me and Matt.
0: Both me and Matt, we, we knew about crypto. We were well aware of it. And in 2017, yeah. CryptoPunks and and the stuff around it was what you know was what. Yeah, ah, that's
2: so, how we awesome. like met. Awesome. Yeah, so, on the so like, you are basically like the uh, patient zero of what, racing, was, <laughs> what yeah, racing yeah exactly, 100%, and yeah I exactly mean,
0: 100 percent. and so we t- yeah we understand that on a very like gut level you know yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean i one of the twitter people said this but it was like yeah culture is just way more interesting to people than finance um or not way more interesting to people but more interesting to more people um than finance and but At the same time, like the financial stuff is really, really useful and interesting, and no future is going to be complete without it. And so I think the future is in this middle ground, the semi fungibility, where it's a non fungible thing with fungible properties, and you get, you know, the best of both worlds or even the worst of both worlds. But there's this middle ground where um, I think DeFi and NFTs will collide, and that's happening as we speak.
0: Yeah can you tell us about how governance works um yeah i'm super curious experiments that you guys have been working on with fingerprints
1: because this is one of the like famous like Mm -hmm. struggles i guess of the space is how do you coordinate people yeah um towards the shared. and
2: also like this is a moving target because Mm -hmm. when we had uh 50 people it was different from when we had now we have like 200 people you know so it's Mm -hmm. It's much different, but uh, I think what we try to achieve uh, is rough consensus on everything. So, uh, for example, uh, the way we do uh, one of the main activities for the DAO is curation and acquisition. So uh, we when you compare to some other DAOs, our uh, collection is relatively focused. Uh, like we we ha hold uh big positions in uh fewer uh, uh artworks i'd say uh, and this happens because uh we we try to adhere to a curatorial uh like thesis but uh the way we set up is uh basically we have a committee uh that was elected uh and now we are actually expanding this committee uh and the committee has uh, the ability to execute uh, uh, the the purchases that that needs to be done, but in, it's very rare. I don't think we had any instance of buying something that was like completely a surprise uh, to the people in the DAO. Like in general, it's the the opposite. Like people, because we have a, a curation channel where people uh, give uh, suggestions all the time and. People, uh, uh, the committee sees like a hundred things to say. Okay, to uh, one, you know, mm. so it's, it's, it's it's more saying no than anything else. Uh, but generally, when uh, we acquire something, is is something like, okay? Oh, okay, that that was. Uh, like that, that was the already like time for sort us of to...
0: like, right it's sort of a no-brainer ultimately like when yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
2: and it's funny because like for example i think our last acquisition was uh salt which is a very mm-hmm. interesting uh uh nft that mixes of uh, photography and uh the underlying smart contract that changes the image every day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm one of the 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 artists behind it is a member at the tell as well so like this, nice. like this was uh uh done uh in partnership with uh jpg mm-hmm. uh was like the, the curation uh, uh protocol right and, and sam, sam spike uh which uh is in, in in jpg he's also like our leading curator so he had to like uh to uh, to recuse himself from uh, the <laughs> right, this decision, right, right. Uh, but it was like o- an obvious decision, you know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then we uh, we are, we were on, and, and that's that's always uh, the way we do, like because the, the horizon uh, is so long for us. Uh, we just decided, okay, we need to buy this, and we went on and became like the largest collector of uh, of salts, and, and that's it. Like we don't plan to sell, and, and yeah, we don't we don't need to sell at all. But so we we wait and we move uh, slower, uh, I would say uh, but we want to want to keep the the signal of what we collect very strong, so mm-hmm. this is the idea behind it. If we buy one of everything, maybe that's a good portfolio uh, strategy, but your brand is diluted right you know mm-hmm. so if you buy uh, only a few things, and they all are have a co- co- cohesive thesis uh, and and they are all successful, this is very strong for your brand. So the next thing mm-hmm. you buy it's people already know okay this is this is probably going to be important as well. Mm-hmm. so we prefer mm-hmm. to to go and differentiate in this way. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and that explains why the photography uh, might be a totally separate thing.
2: Mm, yeah, yeah. So what's what we're referring to is uh, um, this idea that I've been thinking about for the last few weeks. Uh, So I've been very into uh, photography. Uh, Like photography didn't really attracted me in NFTs because I I thought, okay this is just like you put an image in general, like uh, in a more centralized uh, uh, storage. Uh, it's not really different from what we see elsewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. it's not native to the medium, mm-hmm. but what changed my mind is, okay, this, like the art itself can, is not native to the medium for now, but some photographers and, and in this case, it's, is one person, uh, Justin Aversano who did, uh, he really created a community with, uh, Twin Flames. Mm-hmm. This is something that could not be done uh, elsewhere. Be mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. created. So, uh, uh, apart from the art being amazing, I think there's a social uh, token characteristic here
0: mm-hmm.
2: that the arts acquires.
1: Yeah, um, and that's digitally native. And normal. yes, yes, yeah.
2: that that wouldn't be possible uh, elsewhere. So, right. the fact that you have this, uh, uh, you, you you make this uh, uh, owner. Uh, the ownership uh, digital mm-hmm. uh, and you have the social uh, coordination layer what, what I call mm-hmm. in the in the blog post I, I wrote about this uh, new idea uh, like the NFT stack which is like Twitter uh, Ethereum Twitter and uh, uh, Discord, Discord yeah. yeah so by using this you can basically uh, create something new that wasn't possible in the traditional world so it's a uh, it's very interesting, and so the idea is, okay, uh, there's there's a lot of uh, amazing photographers, they wanna get into this space, but they don't know how to onboard, they don't know uh, exactly how to uh, mint, where to market, they, they feel it's risky to not uh, sell, to mint and not sell, and mm-hmm. even if they are successful, uh, it's, it can become a burden to uh, to care for a community by himself. Like, not everybody has this ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Big general, time. the artist likes to to just do art. It's not like a, yeah. something that they were pre- prepared to do, to care for a community. So we could use a DAO structure to help onboarding, de-risk uh, initially for the artist, just buy like 20% of the, mm-hmm. the supply the artist brings to market. And create a community that is scalable so every new artist join the same community and if he wants if he or she wants he they, they can just create uh, their own uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, this is like a, a incubation for for a, a community uh, so uh, this is uh, this project is called a raw Dao, like the raw the the, the file extension yes uh, and uh, my my idea is to give uh, fingerprints the uh, option to become uh, like the largest holder of this uh, project mm-hmm. because fingerprints is going to incubate uh also the community uh mm-hmm. in, in, in some sense like it's yeah. going to be the the starting points for uh for this community uh, as the governance token uh, this is like this is uh, I'm very excited about this because instead of having just a plain governance token like we like most else have like fingerprints has for example uh, we actually uh, did the buyout of Justin Laversano's most important piece that was on fractional Uh, That's the only piece of the collection. This piece is important for two reasons. So the 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 series is called Twin Flames because it's Justin lost uh, his uh, his twin sister. Uh, She uh, born twin sister, Uh, and that's why he decided to do the the series that takes pictures of twins. And this is the only twinless twin. It's Mm -hmm. uh, it's someone who lost their Mm -hmm. twin as well. Uh, and this uh technologically is different because this is the only token in the collection that is a ERC721 uh uh, native to, to uh, on his own uh contract oh, so yeah. the only one that can be fractionalized
0: what were the native other ones?
2: ones the other ones are uh ERC1155 like uh-huh. opensea you know uh, so sorry. you can you can fractionalize but you have to right. wrap
0: right 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 so
2: this is the only one that has, and that was, and that piece represents community more than anything else. Because uh, Sotheby's, when they did the natively digital uh, auction, they mm. did, uh, I think, was lots twenty-eight was the community piece. Like they would take uh, uh, applications, people would do suggestions, and Justin was able to gather so many people around it. Uh, to, to vouch for this piece that it was included in Sotheby's. So wow. it's very like, a, it, it's almost, it, it has all these layers that uh, refer to community. So the idea is to refractionalize this piece, uh, use the fractions as the DAO governance tokens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like the governance token itself is a piece of art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. The, the rest is going to be a similar model to, uh, to fingerprints, I'd say.
1: That's pretty cool. I like that a lot it's uh almost kind of like um what's it called uh the currency or the governance token is like based on the art it's its is both derived from the art but also this externality of governing
2: this DAO. yeah, yeah that makes yeah. a lot of sense is a way to start a collection well it's it first is the most expensive uh nft photography uh mm, mm-hmm. to date uh it's, it's so it's a great uh, starting point for for the collection, but also I think this this DAO uh, is going to have a more active uh, uh, role uh, in creating this market because the market totally. for photography is still very unstructured.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: people buying, they don't know what to buy, so the DAO is also going to be a strong signal. Okay, this is uh, because the the photographers themselves are going to be the curators here, mm-hmm. so they. Uh, the, the idea is to really, like, structure the market the way we have for generative art, for example. Uh, generative art is a niche uh, category in, like, traditional world. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's so much larger than photography. So, mm-hmm. like, a, a single art blocks collection is, f- like, Fidenza, is four times the whole NFT photography market. Right. Mm-hmm. This is, like this is completely out of uh proportion when you see like uh what happens in the traditional world so i see the potential for, for for photography to to grow uh very fast i'd say yeah
1: yeah i think the big win for photography is that it's this like giving it digital scarcity is like the ideal medium for photography um like photography yeah. has been especially digital photography has been medium lists for since its creation right like uh-huh. film has film and that's like lends itself to display, but digital photos haven't really had tangibility and like digital artists, photographers included have been like categorically ignored by society in terms of like, whether or not their art is like, not categorically, but um, like at a, you know, what's it called at a quite a bit, right? Like it's digital art is yeah. less yeah. valuable. I, I um, think,
2: I think I would go even further by saying, mm-hmm. Like photography had to create some artificial scar, like poor exactly. artificial scarcity mm-hmm. yeah. uh, from the beginning, because people With said, editions
1: okay, and yeah, prints. I have
2: to do, like this is one of five, and you have to trust that it's actually right. only five. Yeah. So now it's enforceable yeah. in a way that yeah. was never before. Yeah. I think that could could be a big change for photography. I uh, think it is, but yeah, it, yeah, it, it needs. So like the main photographers are not here. Like the, right, the right. and we know who are the main, pho- this is not like a, a uh, for generative arts, like w- it, it was a little bit more like obscure, like the, uh, mm-hmm. and many people are, are, are anonymous. and But like for, for photography, you know who, who these people are. Uh, we know who are the big agencies. Everybody's kind of thinking about this, but they don't, they, mm-hmm. they fail to see success still. I think once the movement starts going, It's going to be Mm -hmm. like a, it's a natural uh, way for people to just onboard uh, into the space. Yeah, if
1: you can demonstrate like, yeah, this is what it looks like for a photographer to launch a collection and it resonates with people and they buy it and like, oh, look, it's just the art market. Not much has changed, but also we have this community and like that's vastly superior than issuing a print and never seeing anything about it ever again. it's yeah, yeah yeah it's it's just better um it... but it, but it's a
2: different but it's a very different uh, framework compared mm-hmm. to what uh, they are so i knew zero about the the, the market how how it works mm-hmm. so i, I uh, spent a lot of time talking to photographers uh alejandro cartagena is someone that uh also from carpoolers uh, series mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's very interesting you should take a look uh he uh He was someone someone that uh, explained to me like how uh, this market works Uh, and uh, the market works in general uh, with fairs. So people uh, go to fairs like Paris, um, Mm -hmm. uh, these places, you go talk to the collectors, uh, you send a PDF, uh, people go back home, they decide what they want to buy, you take some time like six months later you sell like 15 prints Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. like this. Uh, And you never know what happened to your prints. You don't know who collected it and what happens afterwards. That's Mm -hmm. basically how the market looks like. NFTs are like a fair that never ends in some Mm -hmm. sense. Like it's (laughs) always for sale. You have to be there uh, somehow. Like you have to to establish a presence. But you know exactly where your pieces are. Like you know roughly well where your pieces are. Uh, So this is... Like a, a community that keeps growing, and more people get to know your work because it's it, the fair is always there. You know, like it's always you can you can always arrive at uh, in the NFT market and buy something because mm-hmm. like the market never closes.
1: Right. It's kind of like yeah.
2: that idea that um,
1: uh, trends never die. Someone because of the internet, someone is always discovering vaporwave for the first time. Mm-hmm. Someone is always discovering That's disco true. again.
2: Um, and it's because of like
1: yeah it, it's always on and it can sustain itself over time
2: yeah it's it's hard for us that uh, we are uh, inside this market mm. and we see like I say oh this is uh, we're getting to a stupid point at the market <laughs> sure. but it's hard to so and we we got to many stupid points at very <laughs> points in time but it's uh, if you zoom out like people oh, are yeah. not aware at all about all of this right oh, right yeah. oh
0: yeah in Most terms of people, like general knowledge yeah yeah forget it yeah
2: yeah and many people still think oh this is like uh, these big sales are like money laundering when it's, it's oh yeah like we know like who are it's like a pyramid scheme,
0: right right click save yeah, as yeah, yeah, all these yeah. memes yeah like i,
2: I so i i i went uh a bit under the radar before uh, we did this buyout because it's an auction, you have to like, okay, I don't want anyone to outbid me. Uh, but I saw the comments like, and, uh, and, and there were people saying, oh, this is money laundering. Why would some like, if this is the photographer himself, like buying from his, house, say,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, when you guys refractionalize, yeah. are you gonna do it on fractional? How are you gonna yes, do that? Or are you gonna do it yourselves? No, 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 no,
2: no. All fractional. All fractional. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we, it was we um... probably going
0: to change.
2: So the original uh, token had 2,000 fractions mm. uh, and was called Twin. Uh, the idea is to change uh, the name for the name of the DAO and uh, give it a larger. Uh, Supply. Uh, yeah, yeah, supply like uh, like the standard for DAOs is like to make a, a simple comparison like 10 million 1 million something like this because it's easier yeah. to, to do the math. And the mm-hmm. idea is uh, have fingerprints the option. So this is something that was going to be voted uh, either to be zero 10 20 50% of the uh, this the outstanding tokens, uh, because we'll have some tokens for Treasury for this new DAO. Uh, Fingerprints members also will be able to to buy some share uh, at everything at cost because the idea is to like it's like almost I I, like I had to do it uh, with another uh, member because like this was something that was like very uh, strategic like uh, uh, And if people don't want okay, I'll I'll keep it for myself like (laughs) but uh, the idea is to bring photographers and like reach out, almost like community acquire, like mm-hmm. uh, extending this to the Twin Flames community as well, mm-hmm. to bring them in, you know, and say, look, the piece that you guys had a fraction, now it's going to become something else. You want, you want to be in again, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, and explain the 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 idea. I think there's a. Uh, I'm really excited to bring new photographers uh, to the space. So this is the. The thing that excites me the most and to the new photographers, it's a great deal because like, you know, you are going to to sell uh, a portion of your uh, uh, of your uh, collection. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you basically know that there will be like a a network of people there supporting uh, your work, uh, helping you uh, building the community. Uh, I know some like older uh, photographers, they're like, okay, I, I don't want to keep like attending this community. Mm-hmm. But uh, you'd be surprised by what some people s- that came to the space and say, oh, I'm very busy. Uh, and once they discover the possibilities, I think what's most exciting is people are start- will start to produce art for the new medium mm-hmm, mm-hmm. doing stuff that was not possible to do elsewhere right so mm-hmm. uh, this photographer uh, Alejandro uh, that I mentioned so he has a project where he for a long time he went to like flea markets and buy like old photography mm-hmm. uh, in Mexico and he collects this and now he minted these photographies on open sea so you can buy them so it wasn't something that was able to be done like before because he would, like, give up on the the main piece itself. But now he lives, like, uh, on Ethereum in some way. So Mm -hmm. it's a a very interesting possibility. And I think photographers will start to be influenced by this new medium, this new dynamics, and and do more interesting work uh, related to this. Totally. Yeah.
1: The sort of uh, externalities or the experiments that are yet to come are just gonna be you know we can't conceive of them
2: yet yeah exactly
1: yeah, that's really exciting
0: did i'm curious if if fingerprints did you did fingerprints do anything with with the brat chain stuff the uh the
1: oh yeah they put
0: the, the um Mandelbrot algorithm the Mandelbrot on chain like in chain artwork yeah. i was curious if you had any thoughts on that I, well. I
2: i think uh i've saw this uh a couple times in the curation channel there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. many members have uh but we as a DAO, uh at least so far have not uh collected mm-hmm. but it's very mm-hmm. interesting yeah yeah when you when you think about the
1: um the history of generative art and those those steps those leaps that people make um, there's this zero dependency concept and then there's art blocks where the art itself is a sort of collaboration because the random data isn't known until mint time. Um, where do you see, like, what is that history to you, um, in your head and what do you think might be next? Um, and maybe, uh, how does like, you know, uh, auto Autoglyphs is the start of that and then there's like Def beef iterating on like a custom C compiler, that kind of thing, um, Yeah, what are your thoughts on the, like, the future of generative art?
2: I think, uh, so, one very interesting uh, piece that we collected was a mutant garden cedar, Mm. which Mm -hmm. is, like, a constantly mutant piece that changes Mm -hmm. over time. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is very interesting. Uh, A piece that changes every day, like uh, salt, is also really, really interesting, I'd Mm -hmm. like to see more of uh, the experiments that allow the community itself to be the curator. So what does that mean? Like, uh, If you have something like uh, art blocks, like most uh, art blocks projects, uh, there's some randomness uh, that is generated by the transaction. Uh, Same for autoglyphs. But uh, uh, there's no curation. So the curation happens after you have a a, a set. People see rarities and that stuff. Mm -hmm. But something where uh, you could actually allow a fixed number of mints Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. to have some kind of uh, constraint, but the people would be allowed to mint what they like and like mm-hmm. see many possibilities mm-hmm. would be really to see okay how would that uh, evolve? So one yeah. artist that did this is uh, Ari's uh, that we collaborated for uh, Avid Lines, uh, mm-hmm. which was a, a glyph uh, inspired project. But uh, the first project uh, is called F- uh, From Urgence, which allows you to burn uh, the piece to create a new one. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. People built, and we actually incubated uh, emergence uh, DAO, which is a DAO that uh, pulled together a bunch of these uh, fromergences. Uh, Flamingo actually uh, joined this DAO. Uh, Squiggle DAO also joined this DAO, which is like very interesting, like three DAOs like lots yeah. of mm-hmm. crazy burning individuals, like uh, arsonists. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: And uh, the idea now they're doing a community burn. I think they have like 80. I don't know, 80 fromergences, like. Uh, and they're going to burn and curate. So, oh, we want this once, we want to burn this again. So this uh, mechanism, th- this is like maybe a first version of this, uh, but creating another version where it actually uh, has more of the characteristics that uh, innovate on the uh, like storage level, uh, are combined with the community level, and, and also generate something that is beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, for now i I think uh we have yet to see the best uh generative art like mm-hmm. we have seen the historical things but uh generative art is very uh experimental uh mm-hmm. and there's a framework uh there's a there's a a chicago professor called uh, David Gaelson so he has uh he's like a an economist and he uh studied uh, these artists and he separates roughly into Uh, conceptual artists and uh, experimental artists Mm. and the way he sees this historically is experimental artists tend to produce their best work later on because Mm. it's almost iterative you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's crazy to think that what we're seeing if you believe that uh, generative art is mostly experimental as i believe uh, we have yet to see the best. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. it's really interesting because it makes me very excited about the uh, yeah. the whole space. Yeah. While for conceptual art, uh, we probably have the best uh, mm-hmm. already uh, out there. So mm-hmm. Rhea Myers mm-hmm. is uh, is a very interesting artist, mm-hmm. uh, Mitchell mm-hmm. F. Chen, Sarah Meho is like, there's a lot of uh, uh, great conceptual art that has already been yeah. uh, produced. Interesting. I didn't know about that
1: framework, but it does seem to match up in at least with the positive reinforcement
2: of like what I'm th- what we're thinking about now, right? Um, yeah, and he it's interesting because he uses like more um, like traditional artists. He he compares like mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. example someone like Picasso who is conceptual.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Picasso, the the peak of Picasso' price is when he's he was around thirty, uh, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken and he compares picasso to is it matisse i think it's matisse uh, mm. uh it's, it might be uh, a, yeah, a i think it's matisse so matisse yeah. it's just like a upward trend mm. you know really he gets more expensive and so yeah it's that's
0: very interesting okay. i
1: wonder if because execution requires precision and that precision is uh an like a muscle that one learns yeah over he time. takes
2: like one one uh idea and he constantly inter- iterates yeah. over Spe- these ideas yes yeah. yes and while conceptual. It's something like okay i thought about something new and right a, a with generative game.
0: art one could even imagine just like a a kind of a, a honing of a skill of of coding or even or so, you know like just like honing <laughs> that <laughs> skill, skill over yeah. time getting better and better at it um, well, mm-hmm.
2: it's it's hard to really make a clear cut when it, when you go to artists right. uh i've i've talked to artists before like asking them, okay do you see yourself as a more like experimentalist or yeah uh, yeah like it's mixed like right. some some mm-hmm. of them say okay i uh I experiment a lot but like this concept is what made my art my art right uh mm-hmm. so it's not a clear cut but it feels to me very experimental uh, when you see the uh, when you see the work evolving, you know, and even mm-hmm. the the work in general, like the the kind of arts that was done before and what we are seeing now, it's getting like people are iterating on previous ideas and say, oh, autoglyphs did this, uh, uh, some art blocks project did this, uh, the other project did some community uh, stuff, uh, so it's a. Uh, uh, I think it's a. Uh, uh, it feels experimental to me. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I can see the blend, obviously. Right, it's not going to be one or the other, but um, absolutely, yeah. Well, that's uh, exciting to know that the best art is ahead of us.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you think about, I mean, I'm just thinking about like how young a lot of the generative artists are that are doing this work, you know, like yeah, like.
1: And also importantly, like, the generative artists that will come in, because this is now a medium that Mm -hmm. you can work in, right? Eclectic Method mentioned this as well, is, like, if you were a visual, audiovisual artist, you couldn't just make art. You had to go work for television or commercials. Um, Yes. But now you can just be an artist like everyone else. Um, And I think the number of people that can see that as a future will increase. And imagine
0: the tools getting, you know, I was was just... I was like, could I make generative art without no, like I had a, no lick of code? And I started looking not quite possible yet. Like there's no there's not even any like just like, OK, you know, enter in something and you'll get something out. Uh, and so I started Googling like there's some pretty good, simple coding tutorials on YouTube, you know, like my first generative art piece, but I imagine a world in which those tools do start to come online where no code generative art like what is going to happen in in that realm you know like um yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and
2: and i think we're going to see more uh maybe collaborations between Mm -hmm. people who are very good at concepts and say okay i had this concept in my mind i don't know how to execute it and people that are uh good at executing uh uh, the concepts kind of like companies uh, kind of like companies it, it's, it's a it's collaboration of, of Yeah yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah yeah, no,
1: absolutely I think that that's Something um... that was
2: Up to this point was very hard to collaborate Like uh, mm-hmm. Like we see many artists That are very like uh, Damien Hirst Like the, he doesn't execute his works Right uh, mm-hmm. But a more like equal collaboration in that sense, like a, a like right. a, like a duo where one executes the technical side and the other one. Uh, mm-hmm. Damien the, Hurst the, pay your workers a living
0: wage challenge, yeah. <laughs> right, that's yeah. a really
1: great point. Is inverting that that relationship between the concept and then the
2: production um, is would be a yeah, really because positive. because you don't have have, you don't need now uh, uh, like to produce something like uh, the, the Damien Damien uh, artworks, yeah. You had you had to to have a large crowd, but to produce a thousand generative art uh, 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 artworks, it's uh, trivial. You just need one person, right? Maybe mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. you know. So and I mean, uh, that's yeah.
0: coordination. That's DAO. You know, like that's 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 where the, the DAOs shine. We were talking, Matt and I were talking about this yesterday. You know, like yeah, bringing those people together to make those things happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you can increase. Uh, the efficiency of coordination you can increase uh like just how fucking cool society is and how like we can coordinate at scale
0: um yeah as we're wrapping up luis the question we always ask is uh i mean you've you've already gone deep into i think photography which I maybe is the, the answer but is there a a, a a project or a piece out there that you've seen that you haven't talked about yet That that has particularly blown your mind or maybe flown under the radar, you think? Something, uh, some NFT project that's just like really got your attention?
2: Hmm. I got this question a lot, actually. Mm -hmm. I think I was very surprised by uh, getting to know the early uh, conceptual art. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. The work of Rhea Myers Mm -hmm. is. that uh, and I, I think that the issue with conceptual art uh, and I think like the Ray Myers and, and Mitchell F. Chen uh, Sarah Mayhill are people that you sh- really should look into and when mm-hmm. uh, when looking at this kind of art but I think the, the downside for, the, for conceptual art the, is that it needs necessarily explanation mm-hmm. um, um. you need to go a little bit deeper uh, sometimes the resources are not there but mm-hmm. it's very innovative like what Raya did uh, like in 2018 2019 it's like avant-garde it's like it, it uses like the technology in an interest, interesting way uh, you mentioned you mentioned uh, vapor it's like uh, also equals text uh, uh, yeah. does, uh, has exactly this reference so it, it's it's something that I I was surprised because it, it's uh like i've been in this space for some time now and it still <laughs> like feels new to me like yes underappreciated S- uh same say. thing
1: with the digital zones it's yeah. You oh know, yeah i was yeah. around so what, in 2017 i, I think and didn't the best about it. uh
2: the best and and i wrote a, a article on digital zones when uh in our medium when we mm-hmm. uh, we ended up acquiring uh uh, yeah, Leo very jealous of the Series Zeros. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and, very, and, and very uh, cool. Uh, and recent, yeah, <laughs> that, that was uh, like an amazing uh, acquisition, by the yes, way.
1: Yes, I stole it, I think. It, yeah. For context, <laughs> I, I won the Series Zero auction from Mitchell. That was, that which, was awesome. The no, I was, and I was uh, glad that,
2: <laughs> that it happened. Yeah. But the, I, I think one, one thing that stuck to me that uh, Mitch actually uh, told me was... He started this as a, a project to recreate Eve Klein's, uh mm-hmm. this famous avant garde artist uh, uh on Ethereum, and he mm-hmm. ended up uh doing an NFT. Right. This is like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: this is so great to explain how NFTs work. Yep, mm-hmm. why is this mm-hmm. important? Uh and it's so early that I like I, I'm surprised many people don't even know uh uh, yeah. this exists yeah. as so Matt says it's the most nft
0: nft that ever nfted yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just perfect <laughs> chef's yeah. kiss the, the, the only time. the only
2: the sad part is that uh now it's so valuable that people mm. don't want to perform the the burning yes. part of the
1: well uh, well there's actually... i think one chance one chance for this to happen is the paperclip DAO uh has an ikb number 37 and I think that the story might be worth it for someone to swap with the Dow and then burn the IKB, um, and Can then explain get into what the it. DAO. Is, did
0: explain it though, because this was just announced. The yeah.
1: ritual or the uh, paperclip?
0: The no, the paperclip. What like what? Oh, yeah, what is yeah. paperclip offering? Oh, got yeah. it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so paperclip you're familiar with the paperclip uh, trade-up thing. It's that, mm-hmm. but for NFTs governed by a DAO, and when you trade with the DAO, you get into it um, and voting rights on what we do. Um, and so we, are, we swapped up a bunch. We have an IKB, which is the re- digital receipt for a digital zone. It's not the digital zone itself because that is immaterial. Um, it is the receipt for this immaterial goodness. Um, and so we have one of those, and you can trade with us to get it and in trading uh you can get into the dow and i think what would be cool is if you perform the ritual and uh, burnt the ikb chucked half of the ether used to purchase it into a digital river um and then experienced the immaterial value of the digital zone which um, is i think uh, the color blue at sunset
0: but the, the 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 funny i mean there's see there's a funny part here right, oh, which, is, right. which is which, which is which is that people can you, signal they can signal in can their signal trade in their yes, trade offer, the intent to burn the intent yes. to burn and by what and they do by signaling is what
1: if you say if you'd like to burn the digital zone uh you can also ask for in in the swap the fast food version of that specific IKB, with a little McDonald's hat on top of the receipt, um, and that will be your memory of the experience. It so is if you otherwise signal, worthless. Right.
0: So if you if you if you put in a bid just for the IKB, that means this person is not gonna. You're burn. gonna keep it. If yeah. you put in the sig- if you put in the bid for both, with that means you will burn it and you'll get the fast food. And keep the fast one. food. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah it's just it, wonderful yes. it's just wonderful
2: this is art yeah this
0: is yeah, art, this is art.
1: This... i i love the fast food thing i as soon as i saw the fast food ikbs i bought one from every series so now i have the perfect ikb collection but it's fast
2: food, it's fast food. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, luis... if you're
0: moderation it's okay it's... yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> luis are you on twitter where can people find you
2: yeah, so my Twitter is at uh Dgentec D G M T E C. uh and that's where I shitpost and people can find me. Oh, sweet. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. It's amazing how shitposting is now like a it's just what sh- what people do. And yeah, same. My Twitter has devolved. And thank goodness for that.
0: You can find Matt shitposting at uh, one of the many Mats. That's the number one of the many Mats. You can find me at Songaday Man. Uh, Matt, anything? And thanks, Louise, so much uh, for joining us. We this was a thanks. blast. Thanks yeah, me. yeah, we're thrilled, and we'll get yeah. this out um, hopefully next week. I think. Yeah. Uh, soon. Matt, anything you want to say to the people?
1: I guess I do. Um, in honor of Rick Morty season five ending. Can we please start a new season? Get nifty, everybody. Get Get nifty.